0: Hello friend and welcome to the Trenton 365 show. I'm your host Jacques Howard. We have a Facebook page, Trenton 365 show. You can send me an email, trenton365show at gmail.com and the website is trenton365.com. You're listening and watching over WIMG 1300, New Jersey's oldest radio station and a three time stellar award winner. And you're watching over television via WPHY covering show. Channel 25, covering Mercer County, New Jersey. You can also follow WIMG on Facebook and Twitter as well, WIMG1300. In the studio with me is James Freeman, who is one of the members of Regis Entertainment, also known as Regis Jazz, and the website is rejsjazz.com. And uh, Rich, excuse me, James, along with Rich, Eric... John and myself, we make up Regis Entertainment, but they come in on a regular basis to talk about the amazing jazz talent that's coming into the Central New Jersey region, and this Friday, we have Victor Provost, who's a steel panist, who's going to be coming into the area as well. So James, as always, welcome back to the Trenton 365 Show. Thank you for having me. Fantastic. So uh, let's get right in, let's talk a little bit about the upcoming artists. Um, because uh, when you hear, when you hear or I think about steel drums, the first thing I think is the Caribbean. I think about um, you know reggae and smooth like island vibes. Right. This is the first time I really heard of a, a steel panist who's playing jazz.
1: Yeah, it's pretty neat. It's uh, it's a really good sound, and and we've delved in trying to get artists that that use different instruments, um, or instruments that aren't as out in the forefront like um, Ivanie Pranay, who plays a harmonica as a lead. So we really try to find as many different instrumentalists as we can
0: to, to feature mm-hmm. in our shows. Mm-hmm. And in addition, when you say that, also the harpists, we had uh, Brandy Younger, yes. who came yes. and performed and did the Youth Spotlight with three other uh, young harpists as well. Right. Awesome. Right. So before we get into um, all the details about Victor Provost and, uh, and his Steel Pan um, playing, I'd like to talk a bit more about Regis because I think that sometimes when we, when you or Rich or Eric or J- or um, John come on the show, we kind of we get right into talking about what's coming up, right. and some of the different things about us as you know individuals and so forth. But uh, can we spend some time talking about the organization, Regis Entertainment?
1: Yeah, well, it all started uh, back in 2013 when Eric Thomas, uh, our our kind of driving force, as I like to call him was uh, set out to to, uh, put on a show for a young violinist named Scott Tixier, who's who's moving up the ladder. And he he reached out to myself and Rich Jackson to try to put this show together, um, which we did um, right in Trenton. And it really was fun. It was fun working through grinding to try to get uh, the show together, get an audience there, coordinate everything. And after that, we figured, let's you know, let's try again. So we tried two other shows that same year, and at that point, we said, you know, let's let's take a journey and try to make this into something that we can build on and grow in Central New Jersey. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, when you say back in 2013, when this when it started, mm-hmm. um, and, and Eric was the driving force, and it's a shame that he couldn't be here tonight. Eric, I hope that you feel better. I know that he wasn't feeling well. well earlier well. today. That's yeah, sorry, get well. <laughs> um, when he first approached you about it, I know that you were a jazz head as well at the time, mm-hmm. but just talk about how that conversation came about. Well, Eric had, had uh, found out about this young man um,
1: researching Noel Pointer um, and, and other jazz violinists and came across Scott Tixier, and, and he was really blown away by him, and he's a, he's a really good guy. You know, we've become friends over the years. And Erica had, had Scott at his schools um, that he taught at in Trenton and Ewing, um, doing different things, working with the kids. Um, so it had been a few years that he had kind of built this relationship with Scott and before he decided to go ahead and, and make this endeavor. And Scott pretty much asked him to, to step, step up and, and put a show on for him. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, uh, Scott's performed for Regis. I- at least
1: a half
0: a dozen times maybe at least Probably, now? Yes. Yeah, and, and Regis was uh, supportive of getting Scott's CD promoted and locally released through Barnes & Noble as well.
1: Yes, yes, he's had a performance there at Princeton Market Fair just last year. So we, you know, we really kind of feel like he's like a little brother to us and we're trying to do everything we can to, to help his career grow and you know, he even toured with Stevie Wonder last year, so he's really moving on up. In fact, um, we'll probably get to see him perform with Jean-Luc Ponty, his uh, countryman, um, a little bit later this month. So that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Now. Uh as we loop around, this is going to be all over the place, folks. You're listening and watching exactly. the Trenton 365 show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. Um, so I'm going to be jumping all around talking about this because I, I think that we've done it enough where people know the timeline of how Regis came about and okay. so forth. But I think it's important for people to kind of like just, when we're getting together and we're talking and we're vibing about all these different things, for them to get an idea and understanding of it. So you mentioned something about um, Scott being like a little brother to you. And, um how that relationship has grown and developed is like it's, it's interesting to me as well, because I mean, I've, I've been around him on multiple occasions and and I sort of feel the same way. But your relationship and Eric's relationship with, with Scott is different. And um, it's nice to see a relationship with someone who's who's moving so fast in this, this genre of right. entertainment and for him to still consider, hey, these people have been here to help me. From the beginning, they got me gigs, et cetera. Just talk about that relationship. Well, that's
1: you know that's kind of our niche. We uh, we're trying to to get exposure to those who people don't know about, but they really should. There are there are a tremendous amount of very talented artists throughout the country and throughout the world, and um, we happen to live very near New York, where there's a ton of very talented artists, and many of those artists. Are the artists that end up coming down and performing for us here mm-hmm. in Heistown, New Jersey?
0: Mm-hmm. And it's also nice to see that a lot of the artists that are coming to perform here are well-established musicians. They're mm-hmm. they're they're not uh, by any means amateur at all. I mean, these right. are professional, working musicians who travel all, all, all over the world, tour with all the big, well-known names, and uh, they're coming from different places to perform right here in Central New Jersey for Regis Entertainment. Um, one of the things that, that you specialize in with Regis is um, dealing with the artists, some of the contractual things, et cetera. Can you just talk about that process?
1: Yes, um, I, I, I defer to Eric um, <clears throat> on this quite a bit, but I, I have had my opportunity to reach out, recruit the artists that we're gonna have. And, and it's, it's nice to be able to reach out to them and, and talk to them. You know, we send emails back and forth, text, whatever. And uh, they're really, they're, you know, they're really hungry to perform. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they really, you know, it's it's their passion, and they they want to perform whenever they get the chance. So you know, we we cherish the opportunity to to bring them to this region, mm-hmm. and, and offer them to the masses.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, when you say um, hungry to perform, uh, can you elaborate on that? Because um, you mentioned New York and then also Philadelphia, and yeah, there's plenty of jazz places for the musicians to play in New York. Mm-hmm. But we all know that's a saturated market. So can you just talk about them being hungry to perform?
1: <laughs> well yeah. Um in conversations I've had with some of the artists, um the term starving artists kinda comes to mind. Uh they like you said, New York is saturated and there's very very little money that that flows um to these artists in their performances, which which I was kinda shocked to hear. So uh, you know, we, we offer them an opportunity to, to be a headliner and to perform in what's more of a concert mm-hmm. rather than being background music at a restaurant. <laughs> you
0: know. And, you know, I want you to stick with that, too, mm-hmm. because, you know, jazz, which is an American music, it's an American art form that was developed here in our country. And it's amazing how it's so appreciated throughout the world especially in Europe. Right. And when you consider how many jazz performances or jazz clubs are like even in, in New Jersey, there aren't a lot. I mean, there's a handful of them, and there's definitely no one who's doing what Regis Entertainment is doing. But to also see the level of talent, like you mentioned, Scott Tixier, Yvonne Prenet, who are French, and, and Scott's twin brother, Tony mm-hmm. Tixier, And then we had uh, Charnette Moffat recently perform, and Shami Royston. And the list goes on and on and that they're willing to say, hey, look, now I'll come to Central New Jersey and play because it's an opportunity for them, like you said, where they can be in a concert, where they can be a headliner as opposed or even as opposed to a studio musician and opposed to being background music. At a restaurant, Now nothing wrong with going to a, a nice restaurant and, and hearing you know some of those artists perform in the background like Scott and Tony Tickshay and Shami Royston and Charnette Moffett and uh, Donald Edwards and all of them. That's great, but if you can go to a show where they're putting on a show for the audience and right. they get to kind of play jazz where you know they can improv and they can do all those different things, that's just amazing. So let's talk a little bit about the actual event. Um, because uh, that's something that, that I pride myself in is how Regis puts on a show. From the transformation of the venue um, we've been using most recently, Tavern on the Lake, into making it into a jazz club, basically, to um, all the other amenities that are involved. Can you just walk some folks through that?
1: <laughs> well, I know she'll be mad at me, but uh, Tawana Jackson helps us a great deal yes. in creating an ambiance and a a jazz club flavor. Um, Eric as well takes a big role in that and and we we get to put up um, pictures of of artists from yesteryear and and today. Um, And and we we do our best to try to create a nice atmosphere for folks. We have you (laughs) to be our MC and and keep everybody in order and informed. Which we love. <laughs> and, you know, we're doing our best to just try to make make it a, a positive, friendly, comfortable environment for everyone. They come in. Uh, our headliner will perform two sets. And in between, we'll feed them dinner. And we'll allow um, a youngster, be it grade school as we just had recently. Or, uh, you know, elementary or middle or high school. Or even young adult in our youth spotlight or rising star spotlight perform um to get some exposure and to get used to performing in front of people and we you know being some of us being educators we felt that was a, a good piece to to add
0: mm-hmm. and I, i'd like to um drill down on that a little bit more so what we try to do or not what we try to do what we do with regis is you know the doors open at 7 at seven thirty, the show starts and it's a very prompt thing you know some places some venues like to draw things out try to get the house full but we're very professional we're very cognizant of people's time and uh, if you say you're going to start an event at a certain time that's what we do so 7 30 p.m we like to get the get the show going Um, the artist plays an hour or hour and a half set approximately and then they take a break and during that time the artist gets a chance to eat but at the same time, we also have a secondary um, performance, usually by a rising star or our youth spotlight. And uh, most recently, we had a little little Asmar. little Asmar and little Asmar. Folks, if you just look him up, he's doing some amazing things. He's been on Jimmy Kimmel. Um, he's getting ready to go on a European tour. Uh, he's a bassist, and he blew away the artists who were performing that night. For the talent that he has at such a young age, he's what ten years old. Ten years old, ten years old, and and he's in third grade. And he's writing his own music. He wanted he picked up the bass guitar on his own, asked his father to do that. And uh, Regis provides an opportunity for artists like Little Asmar and others to come and perform with other artists, mainly professional artists, and to perform in front of a, a crowd. A crowd of people who are interested in hearing what they have, have to have to play. And then also providing some exposure for them. And then we had, a, uh, I can't remember Joe's last name. Joe Coonan. Joe Coonan, who's a local Ewing uh, Township resident. And he plays blues. So we have a little mix. And then recently we also had um, Soulful Tea, which is a uh, right. Taylor Pickett Stokes. So um, we have this network of people who we've met over the years. And uh, we're all looping them back in and giving them an opportunity to perform with some amazing artists. So, can you talk about the original idea? I know that you said you and and some of the others are educators, but what was the original idea of having a Youth Spotlight or a Rising Stars segment? I don't know. We just, you know, we
1: just have an affinity for involvement. You know, we want to try to continue to grow jazz, not let it die. So, the the best way to do that is to have the youth perform, you know, give them a chance to perform and, and... feel what it is to perform and enjoy that um, and I know your your daughter and, and Eric has been involved with uh, Trenton Children's Choir mm-hmm. and, and organizations like that so we, we definitely want to try to link up with organizations like that to
0: keep the music going. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm speaking with James Freeman who is one of the members of Regis Entertainment, R-E-J-S. Entertainment. The website is rejsjazz.com. You can also follow us on Twitter as well, rejsjazz. That's on Twitter. And then the Facebook page is REJS Entertainment, Regis Entertainment on Facebook as well. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things regarding Regis and also about this Friday evening, June 23rd, the performance of Victor Provost, who is a steel panist who will be in town performing at Tavern on the Lake in Heightstown, uh, New Jersey. More information is available on the website, regisjazz.com. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 Show. Here we go. and welcome back to the trenton 365 show i'm your host jacques howard you can send me an email trenton365show at gmail.com the website is trenton365.com you can also visit the facebook pages Trenton 365 show and the Trenton 365 community calendar. And on that calendar page, you can see all these wonderful events that are taking place in the region and the region of Trenton, New Jersey. So that's things that are happening in New York and Philadelphia, the Poconos, the mountains, the shore, etc. But it's all pertaining to people in this region who like to travel and experience some cool things. And I'm going to also mention the Levitt Amp summer concert series. For those of you who are watching on television, you'll be able to see this colorful brochure, this marketing card and uh Levitt Concert the Levitt AMP Trenton Summer Concert Series begins June 29th and yours truly will be hosting and uh, acting as the MC ambassador/liaison during these Thursday afternoon evening events so these events will take place on Thursdays from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. in Mill Hill Park in historic Trenton, New Jersey and you can find out more by going to the website levitt l e v i t t a m p Dot org slash Trenton levittamp.org slash Trenton. These events have been moved from Saturdays to Thursdays to incorporate some more people and not interfere with some of the things that are taking place on the weekends and uh, people's traveling. And uh, there's a lot of uh, cool things that are going to be happening. The first artist is going to be Derek Hodge with an opening act of Down Right Down. And all of the opening acts are local acts. So that includes, again, Down Right Down, uh, Augustus Clef. Uh, Random Acts of Soul, Kyrie London, Switch Mob, Paul Pomerai Blues Band, Black Collar Biz, Talking to Beige Americans, uh, and Groovy Movies. In addition to that, the New Jersey Capitol Philharmonic will be performing as well. So just go to the website and check that out. Levitamp/Trenton or Levitamp.org/Trenton. So in the studio with me is James Freeman. James is, is one of the members of the Regis Entertainment Collective, or group. and I'm a part of that as well, along with Rich Jackson, Eric Thomas, and John Floyd as well. So we put on these jazz events, uh, usually about six, eight times a year. We usually begin uh, sometime in the fall, September, go towards December, and then February, and we're having our last one in June. And uh, we have these amazing artists that come in from all over the world. We've artists from, flo- uh, excuse me, from. Brands. we have artists from all over the United States most of them have located to New York and they come to Central New Jersey to Tavern on the Lake in Heightstown New Jersey beautiful setting and uh, they perform two sets it's a very reasonable price all the details and ticket information is available on the website regisjazz.com r-e-j-s-jazz.com and I believe that in a little while James is going to maybe provide an opportunity for a couple of lucky people to uh, gather some tickets, to get some free tickets to uh, this Friday's show featuring Victor Provost, who is a steel padist. So, um, So, James, uh, we were talking a little bit about some of the artists, and uh, we, were, we were talking a bit about how the actual show goes, and then we also spoke about the youth spotlight and the rising stars. And because you and Rich, as well as Eric, are also educators, and John's an educator as well. Yes. I'm the only one who's not an educator in this group you're an educator <laughs> so um so you you've, you felt hey look this is a good opportunity to, to loop some young people in and to give them an opportunity to perform with some professional artists and what do you think that experience has been like for them <laughs> it's been
1: great um, there have been opportunities for some of the youngsters to, to actually perform with the artists artists have just called on them to ask them to let them sit in and perform with them and you know that that's a a moment that they'll never forget so those are some of the things that i really enjoy that we can provide you know we provide an opportunity for a lot of these artists to to get a, a stage that they don't usually get and you know that to me that's that's the
0: fulfilling part of it mm. that's one of those teary eye moments there it kind of <laughs> no, seriously it, it kind of touched me in a certain way because you're you're teaching a younger group but at the same time you're satisfying these professional musicians and in my mind I was just trying to run through some of the artists we've had a very diverse collection of artists right. who've performed over the years in some amazing talent again Dave Stryker, uh, uh, Mark, Whitfield. Mark Whitfield and his son Mark Whitfield right. Jr. and um, another, another uh,
1: family group Goodness. um
0: well Rudy Royston Shami Royston right. Sherelle Cassidy uh Dave Stryker, I think I may have just mentioned him Scott and Tony Tixier, um Brandy younger
1: I'm um, going one blank but um yeah yeah we we've we've had a ton Thomas Galliano mm-hmm. Nicholas biello yes so you know it, it's 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 been we're going on our fifth year now and we're just really trying to continue to grow and, and just provide quality entertainment and you know we're going to try to throw twists into it and, and just make it more and more interesting for folks and we you know we really want people to come out and enjoy the show we have a show june 23rd this friday seven o'clock doors open starts at 7:30 be there it's gonna it's gonna be a nice kickoff to the summer you have a steel panis so you have that that summer the summery type of feel jazzed out so come on out
0: (laughs) Awesome. and we've had conversations about um, how the marketplace for jazz is currently or let's go back to when it first started there was really there's there's a couple of locations in this region that have jazz on a regular basis now, the jazz on a regular basis, I mean, uh, well, specifically Candlelight Lounge has been doing jazz right. on Saturdays for a very long time. It's a, it's a landmark. It's solidly rooted in the community. It constantly has, has these jazz shows on Saturday afternoons. Um, but there wasn't a lot happening outside of that. I mean you know there's you, you may like you said, go to a restaurant and you may you see someone playing a little jazz guitar background music or something like that, but there was, wasn't really a jazz concert or gra- jazz performance happening in this region in this region and Regis stepped in and started to provide that and has been providing it for many years and um, I'm starting to see jazz now pop up in lots of different areas and can you just talk about the the growing segment of, of jazz in the region yes we you know we've
1: seen some things um, that have have been attempted, um, but um, we, we feel like we really s- sparked some some things. And I know that uh, there'll be a um, well Mercer County is going to put something on um, a jazz festival in Mercer County Park this upcoming summer. And and it, we, we really feel like we're a part of, of that growth of the return of jazz to the area. So, you know, we, we feel like we're not done <laughs> you know we're not done we're not going away we enjoyed you know others doing things but we're going to continue to do
0: things and, and we want you to come and see what we're going to do next mm-hmm. you know and we make it a point I'm um, during the performances to, to talk about the type of quality that quality event that we put on and I think that it's very important for people to know that this is a, a very well constructed very well organized event um, with uh, some amenities that you probably won't see at typical um, performances with 100 and 125 people. You know, there's generally a raffle, a 50-50 raffle. There's usually a basket raffle. Um, uh, you get a chance to actually go up and spend time with the artists, get right. autographs and purchase CDs and get a photograph with them or, or signed uh, a photograph copy with them. Just talk about the reasoning behind doing all of that. Yeah, well, it's very
1: intimate, and that's what we want. You know, we want people to, to it, it, it's great. It's it's great to be able to go and talk to the artists and, and take pictures with the artists and just kick it with the artist after the show. That's, a lot of times, you can't do that. And these are people that, a lot of them, will be household names someday. And, you know, that, that again, in itself, is something that you can remember fondly for the rest of your life. Um, but uh, we... we we really put a lot of time and effort into
0: trying to make this as smooth and comfortable as possible. Mm -hmm. Now, when you talk about some of these artists being household names, um, and again, because jazz is that that Mm -hmm. almost not fully recognized art form here in America, Right. but if you, what I usually like to, to judge things by is if you look up an artist's name, and they've got a Pandora station Mm -hmm. or a Google Plus opportunity, like a station, they're in really good good standing. They're they're someone who is well-recognized for their craft and for their talent. And almost all of the artists who perform for us, you can get a Pandora station for them. So that shows, again, the level of talent that comes in to this region, and for a ticket price of? $25. So you're telling me for 25 bucks, I can get almost two hours of entertainment. Right. I get to meet the artist, mm-hmm. spend time with the artist. Mm-hmm. On many occasions, the artist will be interviewed by myself yes. in, between the, in between the sets, so you get a chance to learn a little bit more about the artist. And you don't have to go to New York or Philadelphia. Right here. Short drive. What's that website again? com. Hmm. That's great. Now, let's transition and talk about the, uh, the success so far. Because, I mean, I, from my perspective, it's been very successful. Um, when I can introduce artists to friends and family and them say, oh, you know, I listen to so-and-so now because of that. Or... Someone comes to an event and says, yo, I really appreciate the fact that you even shared this or you told me about this. This Mm -hmm. is fantastic. Or, you know, I'm out and about in the public and people are tapping me on the shoulder. Hey, man, keep doing what you're doing. I love this stuff. I love seeing. I couldn't make it to that show, but I did hear the interview. Those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Just talk about the success of being an entrepreneur in, uh, I don't want to say media, but in performing arts.
1: Well, it's something that I personally never thought I would be doing, but... um i I enjoy it. I, I enjoy I enjoy the the marketing aspect of it trying to, to get people into the seats and the product the product is well worth it so it's just a matter of showing them but um. it's 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 awesome. it's awesome just uh, working together with the team that we have you know we enjoy each other and and we just enjoy the process
0: So, you know, and we're going to drill down on a little bit after break, but but we really do enjoy spending time with each other and laughing (laughs) and joking and discussing things. And um, the debrief meetings afterwards, after every show is awesome because, I mean, you've got all these different ideas and concepts and uh, holding each other accountable for different right. things and uh, making sure that, hey, okay, well, next time we're going to try this or the next time we're going to do this or we need to recognize this person or, or this this uh, situation. So I'm speaking with James Freeman, one of the members of Regis Entertainment, R-E-J-S Entertainment, the website, rejsjazz.com, and the Facebook page, Regis Entertainment. We'll be back after a short break. You're listening and watching The Trenton 365 Show. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You can send an email, trenton365show at gmail.com or the website, trenton365.com. You're listening and watching over the three-time Stellar Awards winning station, WIMG, 1300 on the AM dial. And over Facebook and Twitter as well, WIMG1300. In studio with me is James Freeman. James is one of the members of Regis Entertainment, R-E-J-S Entertainment, also known as Regis Jazz. The website is rejsjazz.com, and Facebook and Twitter, excuse me, Facebook is Regis Entertainment. Twitter is Regis Jazz. So we've been talking about the organization, uh, its members, um, some of the talent and so forth that has uh, performed for us. And uh, we talk, we've been talking about the success of it. Um, sticking with the success, I'd like for you to talk about the artists and how the artists return to perform with us when we ask them a second time and what that actually means. Well, we kind of have a big three. Um,
1: <laughs> our first three artists that we had, um, Scott Tixier, Shami Royston, and Ivanie Pranay. Um, but... Um, who, who return a great deal, and they, and they enjoy every opportunity they get to, to return, and they appreciate us for it, having them return, and, you know, we appreciate their efforts because they're very talented, and they, they help us fill the seats quite a bit, but, um, and, and, and the, the neat thing is that these artists go back, and they spread the word, and, and it used to be where we had to go search, search, search to try to get artists. Now, they're they're coming to us. So we don't, not that we sit back, but we could sit back and just wait for them to make requests for us, which is really cool. And, you know, that, again, that gets back to the hunger that
0: they have to perform. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to add, I think that it's part of them, the artists, being hungry to perform, but I think it has a lot to do with how they get treated by Regis. Can you just talk about that? Well, you know, we try to give them,
1: <laughs> for lack of a better term, the royal treatment. Um, you know, we, when we they come in, you know, we, we greet them fondly, you know, nicely. And, uh, we you know, we get them situated. We make sure that we uh, get them, whether they eat prior to the performance or if they eat during the break, you know, we, we, dinner's on us and we really just, you know, we try to, to have them sell merchandise and we we really do our best to try to, to serve their needs. You know, we want to provide for them all, all the opportunities that they have to perform, to, to
0: sell merchandise and to relax. Mm -hmm. So we, so you're saying that Regis has very much a service mentality, um, to for the artist. Like definitely. we're providing a service for the artist. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. What about some future plans? And and I and I know we uh, have conversations as a group. Mm-hmm. But um, for yourself, what are some of the future plans that you have for Regis, or at least things that you're thinking about? Oh man, well.
1: Um Prior to coming here, I was uh, looking at a nice outdoor setting and wishing, you know, and I've looked at another outdoor setting recently and, you know, I'm just, I'm always kind of thinking like, you know, where, where could we have another performance, you know, where could we have an outdoor performance, you know, I'm looking at the, uh, the beauty of some of the places in this area where we could, you know, really, (laughs) really have just a beautiful experience on a nice summer night so you know things like that just you know constantly thinking you know where can we perform next different venues you know we're just just trying to 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 be different to do
0: something new to do more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'll, I'll throw one of the things out that's on my mind, and it's probably a little bit more forward, I me mean, because we've discussed this in our breakaway or mm-hmm. um, debrief sessions. And it's um, focusing a bit more on the youth spotlight and the rising stars. Mm-hmm. Um, we live, New Jersey, and, and this audience, you folks have heard it all the time, New Jersey is the most densely populated state in the country. It's the most diverse, diverse state in the country. Mercer County, where we do most of our our shows, is one of the wealthiest counties in the country as well. So if we can make things happen here, there's a really good chance that we can expand those and do those in other places. Mm -hmm. So because of that diversity and uh, the wealth, both culturally and and materially, um, the Youth Spotlight and Rising Stars is a segment where I'd like to say, hey look, Let's develop uh, some sort of a marketplace where these rising stars, um, who are usually 18 and over, and those who are 18 and under, can perform, and they can they can get an opportunity through a vetting process or through some sort of a contest or a competition, and then perform with uh, the likes of Scott Tichen and Ivanic Pune and Shami Royston and possibly some others. So that's that's what we're going to be doing in the near future, but. To do that, and for it to be successful, we need you, the people in the audience, to spread the word about Regis Entertainment, and Regis Jazz, and to send out that website, regisjazz.com, and uh, come to the events, get on our email list, and let us know what you think. Attend a show, and uh, in addition to that, um, we've got a little special thing that you'd like to share about us. Uh, some tickets. Oh yes. Um
1: I want to give out uh, two free tickets um, for this Friday's performance, Victor Provost, Steel Panist. Um, So I'm going to give those to the first person that text messages me. Um, Let's say text message me, Victor Pro, no, let's make it simple, Regis Entertainment, REJS, just write REJS, that'll work. (laughs) Okay. So Regis, first person to text me. My number is 215. 669 6594. That's 215 669 6594.
0: Now, um, those of you who are watching on television, and when you do see this on television, uh, my older brother here is a very handsome dude, but he is taken. <laughs> and uh, Micah, his, his lovely wife, would be very upset. So, for any of you ladies out there who have some inclinations, right. it's probably not a good idea. But you can text James directly at 215-669-6594 and text REJS, and of course with your name. And then uh, the first person who does that will get two tickets for this Friday night's performance of Victor Provost, the Steel Panist, who will be performing 7.30 p.m. at Tavern on the Lake in Heightstown, New Jersey, easily located off of the Turnpike Uh, Route one thirty, and right on thirty three, and it's right on thirty three. And this is a full um, restaurant, so you can have dinner there. Um, They usually have a special menu just for the jazz performance, which takes place upstairs in uh, in the banquet area. Um, Parking is on site and it's free. In addition to that, you get to hang out with us. And you can ask some questions about what we're doing and get to know us and Victor um, and get a chance to uh, get your picture taken with him and I'm sure have some merchandise that's available as well. So, um, looping back around to the jazz, the jazz scene here in the region. And I know when I was in college in Philadelphia, I mean, there was um, the Cleft Club, you know, we would go down there all Mm -hmm. the time and hang out. And uh, there was this whole idea of like, it was like almost um, like like an older set. Do you see more younger people getting involved in jazz?
1: I do, and um, especially um, my partner Eric uh, has been hitting the streets and, and hitting the colleges. Um, we, we're trying to create relationships with the local colleges and, and high schools as well to, to kind of have them feed us talent, you know, whether it be for the Youth Spotlight or Rising Star Spotlight. Or to just give them exposure and opportunity to perform um, and we look forward to having some of the local colleges have their students perform at our Rising Star Spotlight.
0: Mm-hmm. Now when, when you say that you see the the younger people being more interested in jazz do you think it, it's uh, just a culmination of this wonderful art form form just changing and morphing and before you answer I'm gonna say for me it's awesome to to see like when Scott performs and even with Charnet, when he performed, if you listen, you can hear different elements, not just the traditional jazz or originals, but you can hear, like, sometimes um, um, they'll throw in a little, like, a little hip-hop, yeah. something a little funky. I know Adam Larson was also, when he performed for us, and... Um, and Glenn Zaleski, they're big hip hop fans, so they were always trying to interject these little bits of things. And they're they're you know part of that younger rising group of artists. So, do you think that um, this whole next generation is kind of just like grabbing everything that's hot right now?
1: <laughs> well, I'm a hip hop head myself, so I definitely enjoy the infusion of jazz and hip hop um, that that came through back in the '80s, and it's good to see that. But yeah, I, I, young people are you know using so many different styles of music nowadays but um, it's good that jazz is one of them so you know I, I, I'm not exactly sure why but uh, I just just in, instrumental instrumentalists you know they just look for a sound that they like and it comes out to be jazz
0: mm. That's great. All right, so we're just about up on another break. Um, and before we get to this next break, can you just share about this Friday's event, who the artist is, et cetera? Victor cetera? Victor Provost, who's a steel panist.
1: Uh, so when you think of Calypso and, and Caribbean music, add that to jazz, and there you have the sound. So it's, it's worth coming out to check out. Um, that'll be doors open at 7
0: performance is 7 30 that's this friday june 23rd i'm speaking with james freeman a member of the regis entertainment or regis jazz group and uh, we'll be back after a short break you're listening and watching the trenton 365 show and welcome back to the trenton 365 show i'm your host jacques howard you can, you're you listening and you're watching over WPHY, Channel 25, covering Mercer County, New Jersey, and WIMG 1300, the three-time stellar award-winning station based out of New Jersey and the New Jersey's oldest radio station as well. Um, the Trenton 365 Show has a Facebook page. You can also post your events to the Trenton 365 Community Calendar Facebook page, and the website is trenton365.com. In the studio with me is James Freeman, who is one of the members of Regis Entertainment, along with Rich Jackson, Eric Thomas, himself, John Floyd, and myself. And uh, we put on jazz shows, uh, usually once a month, um, for about mm, six seven months out of the year. Uh, we've been doing them in Heightstown, New Jersey, at Tavern on the Lake in Heightstown, New Jersey, of course. And uh, these shows uh, start promptly at 7.30, and they go until 10 p.m., you usually get two sets from the headliner, and then oftentimes you get a rising star or the youth spotlight in between. There's also a special menu for food for um, our guests. In addition to that, Tavern on the Lake is centrally located right in Heitstown, New Jersey, right on the lake. uh, Located off of 33, um, easily accessible from Route 130 and also from the Turnpike as well. And this Friday, June 23rd, Victor Provost, who is a steel panist, he'll be performing for us. And you can find more information on the website, rejsjazz.com or the Facebook page, Regis Entertainment. Um, James put out a wonderful offer for someone to win two free tickets just for text messaging him, and you can text message REJS to 215-669-6594, again, 215-669-6594, text Regis, R-E-J-S, to that number, that's James's direct number, and you can win two tickets, you should put your name in there as well, and if it comes across during the show, maybe can give you a shout out. But um, So we've been talking about a bunch of different things, um, and we were pretty much uh, finishing up talking about how the youth are getting more involved and in fusing different things in with jazz, and, and you, you were saying that you're a hip-hop head, and you loved young, when you were younger how, like, you know, I'm sure going back to our, uh, Eric B and Rakim and Karis One, when they were infusing a lot of jazz, and then also um, Tribe Called Quest, and all, all of those artists mm-hmm. who are in, infusing jazz and, and hip-hop. So... What do you foresee, like, happening in the near future with um, jazz? Um,
1: well, I know it's, I, I feel like it's on the rise. Um, <clears throat> I know we, we've lost it on the radio stations, um, but uh, I know it's on, like, uh, serious radio, and, and, of course, you can get it on Pandora and, and different uh, services like that. But I, I feel like it's, it's back on the rise somehow. Um, it, I think it's back in, in the public's consciousness and I feel like, you know, more and more there'll be uh, more performances, um, live performances that see, and that's going to start a, a rebuilding of, of the industry. I think.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a um, uh, recently. I had a uh, Scott Miller who is um, uh, owns Exit Seven A Studios in downtown Trenton, New Jersey, and um, he's a uh, you know a big jazz fan, and uh, he had made something very clear when he was on the show. He said. A lot of times, young people can think about being um, famous or successful in areas that are going to be extremely complex and difficult, like professional sports. Mm -hmm. Like the percentage of people who make it to be professional athletes is very small. And he mentioned something, and I'm sure it's difficult, but he said that there's more of an opportunity for people to consider music. And the different avenues of music whether being a session musician writing jingles or performing on your own in your own little setting and carving out a niche for yourself do you feel that's something that's possible with jazz as well I think so I think so Um, there there seem to be more
1: mixing of genres of music and and creating new ones so I, I think you know the sky's the limit, you know, the sky's the limit as far as if, if you know how to perform, you know how to play an instrument, you can find a way, you know, with YouTube and everything to get yourself out there, to get exposure, and to, to get people abreast of what you're doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned, um, you know, people performing and then being recognized and discovered. And I think about that, I think it was the Evenique show... We had a uh, saxophone Dre, right. who performed, and he was playing a horn in Mill Hill Park. And Eric discovered him, right?
1: Well, I've actually seen him <laughs> right outside um, Madison Square Garden. Got off the train, and he's out there playing. You know, he's he's told us he was out there, and he's been out in Philadelphia. He went wherever he needed to go. You know, to to get the music. You know, get the music out. So, you know, he's, he was hustling his music
0: and uh, doing something that he loved,
1: mm-hmm. and it was cool.
0: And, you know, I think about it, that's where I saw him originally. Okay. Yeah, I saw him prof- by himself. I just saw him mm-hmm. driving through uh, through Trenton and looked over and saw this dude just by himself, um, all wrapped up in a city, but he was playing his horn. Right. And I tend to do this. So I just pulled over, jumped out of car, ran over, gave him a business card, said, Hey, you know, who are you? You know, what are you doing? And, and he was shocked. He was a little apprehensive. Um, but he said, I, I'm just, you know, I just love playing music. And, um, you know, I just come out here, you know, by myself. And I just play my music. And then later, he performed for Regis. And I'm like... I met you in the park. right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's right. But I didn't know he was in Madison Square Garden. He's in Philadelphia. So he's getting his hustle on yeah. trying to get exposure. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> so for those uh, of you parents, um, grandparents, um, guardians, if there's someone in your life who wants to play music, Kind of give them that opportunity. I mean, whatever it is, let them bang on a on a on a, pa, a pan or something for a little while. And I say that because uh, Rich Scannella, who's a good childhood friend who went on to play with Bon Jovi and Blondie and uh, Bruce Springsteen and and all these wonderful people, he said, you know, nowadays you don't need to go out and spend thousands of dollars and get a big set. You know, he said, just get a pad, pad and some sticks you know let them kind of get feel their way out and let them have at it let them try to replicate some of the things that they hear and some of those movements get them some lessons and then who knows where it goes and i think it's the same thing with horns you don't have to go out and buy the the best top of the line horn i mean get them a second hand horn get a, a rental program just provide them an opportunity to be creative and um and then see where that goes um cuz i think that the the young people who are interested in it like little asmar mm-hmm who knows i mean he's 10 years old and he's touring the world and he's on you know late night talk shows and uh he's he's someone who's a prodigy and he went to his parents and said hey i i want to play the bass and i think that we need as parents and guardians we need to be a bit more open and say hey look you know son daughter nephew niece cousin what do you want to do all right well if you're serious let's talk about it let me see what i can do to get this instrument or something in your hands and then we can see where that goes um, so I'd like for you to um, talk about some of the other things that you see in the jazz world. I mean, earlier you mentioned that there's um, you know a festival in Mercer County Park, and then I, I know that there's uh, some clubs that are up in New Brunswick and further north of here who have you know regular events, and, and we recently were interviewed for um, for a, a magazine. So Jersey can you just jazz talk about Society, that? Jersey Jazz
1: Society, yes, yes. The Jersey Jazz Society interviewed us. It was a nice article that came out. It's an online uh, publication. Um, yeah, I'm always um, kind of researching what's going on in New Jersey. There's there's a few clubs that I've seen that are are, are namely, um, but um, there's not a not a ton of of clubs that are 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 happening. I think, but there are a lot of festivals, you know, especially in the summertime, throughout New Jersey that are going on, um, and, and the, you know the rest of the region, but. Um, yeah Mercer county ha- has has kind of reborn something and, and that that's good and and we, we feel good about that and we feel like we've kind of sparked that mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. earlier you mentioned that um, this Victor Provost um, show which is going to take place friday june twenty third at Tavern on the lake seven thirty pm um, after that show what's what's the next plan
1: well we we don't have shows in July or August what we do is we'll do a, a ton of planning um, for the next season which will run September through December, but we're also looking beyond that to, to next year, to next summer. Um, we're, we're really trying to grow and that's the time that we kind of gather our ideas, continue to, to recruit artists, and, and just build our brand. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the reason for taking off July and August? Well, we we found out, um, we we tried to have some shows and there's a lot going on, uh, like we mentioned earlier, festivals and things like that, people traveling, vacations. So it's it's not that beneficial. But also, we will start, if not this summer, um, by summer of 2018, we will start to have workshops and
0: camps um, throughout the summer as well as our planning. Mm -hmm. Now, can you drill down on, on the workshops and um, the camps? And, and, you know, what does that look like? I mean, is that like uh, around the business of jazz? Is it around um, jazz music and bringing in talent to teach jazz? What's that look like? This,
1: uh, we'll have some artists that um, have, have offered their services will come and, and provide workshops on theory, on, on different aspects of performing. Um, this would be as long as a week-long event with a culminating activity being um, a concert where the youth could perform. And, uh, you know, this would be something that we could do uh, in, a, in a major venue, you know, so that uh, we could allow the students to shine. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're, we're definitely looking forward to doing that. We've been planning that for a while. It's time to pull the trigger.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, have you, have you personally heard um, of people in the audience who come to our shows Uh, an interest in in themselves like wanting to pick up an instrument or or to start learning a bit more about jazz
1: i think so i know um i i unfortunately didn't have an opportunity as a youth to to perform um i wanted to learn to play the trumpet but um you know i think we could have workshops for any age because you know it's it's within us to be musical i think so you know adults and and children alike can come and and learn (laughs) and
0: enjoy. That's fantastic. Um, So folks, again, um, I'm speaking with James Freeman and uh, James is one of the principals of uh, Regis Entertainment and uh, he is offering two passes to this Friday night's Victor Provost Steel Panist performance and uh, all you have to do is text REJS to the number 215 669 6594. Text REJS2 215 two, 669 6594 to win two tickets, and uh, you'll be able to meet um, Rich, Eric, James, John, and myself Friday night at the Victor Provo Show. As always, I'm James Freeman, it's a pleasure to have you on talking about Regis Jazz and just hanging out with you in general. Love it. Love it. <laughs> awesome. Again, folks, you can go to the website for more information about Regis Entertainment, rejsjazz.com. Facebook, Regis Entertainment. Twitter, Regis Jazz. You've been listening and watching the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jock Howard, and we'll see you next week.